Welcome back to the Roger Roger podcast with your co-hosts, Robbie and Jojo. Today we're here to talk to you about Obi-Wan Kenobi episode four. What can we say about Obi-Wan Kenobi episode four? Well, that's pretty much it. Thanks for listening. Harsh. But no, on a serious note, Jojo, would you say it's safe to say that this is the least good episode? Yeah, I would say it's definitely the, the weakest out of the four episodes we've seen. And I'm, I'm hoping this is the weakest one of the season because I would like to see five and six be a bit better. Yeah, I'm not looking forward to the backlash online if this is not the worst one because it's already been quite bad this week. It has this week, yeah. It's really been trying to like find people's like positive comments on it. And they're definitely out there. I think people, it's more that they just have, there's some people who have issues with it in a way that's like nitpicky things. And there's some people that have been like, this has ruined the Star Wars franchise. <laughs> like, <laughs> and I think I'm definitely more on the, the nitpicky side. But there were a couple moments where I was like, okay. Those people that have said it ruins the Star Wars franchise haven't liked a single episode yet. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, that's true. Yeah, it wasn't great. Obviously, it was it was a complete filler episode, and the fact it was thirty minutes long is an absolute joke. Yeah, it was a short episode, and I didn't love it. But I there were definitely parts of it that I did enjoy, and I think we don't know the whole story. We've still got two episodes to come out, so I feel like it's very hard to judge. You know, was this filler or was this a setup? Like, um, you know, until we've seen the whole thing, I feel like we can't fully judge it. That's fair. You are the most positive Star Wars fan I know, so... <laughs> I try. <laughs> Any negative comments from Jojo, you know you know, shit's went down. <laughs> I did actually laugh out loud several times in this episode, which uh, I don't think I was supposed to laugh out loud <laughs> at certain moments. And one of them was literally the first scene where Tala says, get the back to tank ready. <laughs> <laughs> Another I one. Like, I was like, Jesus fucking Christ, this back to tank is... It's, it's just plot armour at this point, isn't it? It's like everyone can go in the back to tank and they'll be fine. Yeah, that's true. We can literally do anything. It's like comic books, how they can just bring people back to life from other dimensions. Star Wars is the back to tank. Maybe I'm over-exaggerating, but like, say Boba Fett, Obi-Wan, people think that the Grand Inquisitor is probably sitting in a back to tank right now. No doubt. No doubt. Yeah. He's just stewing. So maybe it's not that it's actually, I mean, like four characters is not that bad, but I think it's just because it's, it's all been in the past, like, three months is this back to tank is suddenly the be all and end all. <laughs> and Vader. <laughs> of course, of course. Uh, Luke in Empire Strikes Back is also in the back to tank after he gets attacked by the, the snow creature. Did we get any in the prequel films? I don't think we did. Clone Wars? Probably some in Clone Wars because there's so many episodes that they've got to slip a back to tank in there somewhere, but... Um, not that I can think of. But yeah, so they love the back to tank. Yeah. To be fair, I would also love a back to tank. Oh yeah, we've said this before, that would be ideal. Yeah. yeah. We just need to give the NHS some back to tanks and everyone will be fine. Imagine the queue for a back to tank. <laughs> <laughs> Two years at least. At least. So we see a moment of Obi-Wan in the back to tank and sort of paralleled with Vader also in the back to tank. I don't know, kind of seemed like they were both sort of sensing each other or something. I felt that. I yeah. felt that too. Did you sense that as well? Yeah, I mean, <laughs> we're all we're all three peas in a pod. <laughs> and a lot of fans I see were disappointed at this because from the Boba Fett series, whenever Boba Fett was in the back to tank, we were seeing flashbacks. So everyone was like, if there's going to be Clone Wars flashbacks, this is, this is when it's going to be. Obviously, they didn't 
do that. It's a very short back to the tank scene. So we're, we're surely not getting Clone Wars flashbacks now. No, I think that was the episode for it. That would have yeah. helped the episode massively. And I've been just living every day since three weeks ago, waiting on Clone Wars flashbacks. And I won't give up until the end, but you're right. It's looking, it's looking bleak. We can still hope for it in the Ahsoka series. Also, like Hayden Christensen, he's, he's being underused by this point. Would you agree with that? I'm holding my reservations for the for the full series. It is the Obi-Wan Kenobi show. And I True. think um, just having Darth Vader even... Like, we got so much of him in the third episode, like, that, to the level that we didn't expect. Um, so, yeah, he wasn't very much in this in this episode, but I don't think that means that we're not, like, not going to see him. They run the risk, though, of when they give us that much, you know, you've, you've whetted our appetites now. Yeah, I was hoping for a little bit more, but his one scene was, was good. Yeah, maybe if we had too much Darth Vader, we'd all be like, all right, we get it, you're mean. I don't, I don't think so, personally. I'd be like, give me more. So yeah, he's, out, he's the back to tank. He jumps out because he realises he's, he's not got Leia. And then the mission to rescue her is planned. Very, very simple. We'll just stroll up and I'll swim in, which is exactly the way Cal Kestis does in the Fallen Order game. I don't know if like lazy writing, bad security on the Empire's part. <laughs> sort out your underwater gate, lads. So I, I haven't played Jedi Fallen Order because I'm terrible, terrible at, at games. So I haven't, I mean, I kind of know the general story and stuff, like, so I didn't get those references, but I think it was supposed to be more of a, a nod, a reference, a, a callback to this, mm-hmm. or a call forward. I don't know when The Fallen Order is set. I think it's five years between Order 66 and now, so it's right in the middle. Right, cool. So they've had two infiltrations in a pretty short yeah. period. It's a, again, maybe I am just trying to be too positive about this, but... Star Wars is like the the Empire has always had terrible security. They've always been pretty shit for plot armor of the rebels. They've always, you know, terrible shooters, um, not noticed things or been terrible questioners. I don't know. I'm kind of like, yeah, that falls into falls into the Star Wars that I know. If they want to call back to Fallen Order, just give us Cal Kestis. If I see him in this series, I'm going to be buzzing. Yeah, maybe they should have had him to be like, oh, here's how I got in. Here's how you could get in. That would have been good, yeah. Uh, so he, he breaks into Fortress Inquisitoris. <laughs> I don't know which of the Harry Potter films the writer was watching the night before he wrote that, <laughs> but it was giving me big Hogwarts vibes. Fortress Inquisitoris. But shout out to Tala, undercover queen. She could have been a great MI6 agent. She plays both the, the villain and the good guy very well. I think uh, she's got very clear differences, but um, you can still tell it's Tala. I think it's really cool. She believes her own bullshit. She's coming at the security guard with, no, you'll listen to me, I'm right. Call me sir. <laughs> I, 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 would have, I would have called her sir. <laughs> yes, sir. Did you notice when he was swimming in, there was a big octopus? I mean, there was, yeah, there were sea creatures. Okay, that's not irrelevant. I just wrote it down. <laughs> <laughs> it was huge, though. You're like, pause it, pause it, pause it. Right, there's three fish on the left. There is some seaweed. Not a lot. I thought there'd be more. (laughs) What are they trying to say about the seaweed around here? The seaweed was much better graphics in Fallen Order, just saying. (laughs) I really thought he was going to get the Stormtrooper, chokes him out. I thought he was going to take his his arm. A million percent. Mm. A million percent. They missed out on such a big opportunity with that. Obi in the suit. It would have been such a good callback to A New Hope. I I mean, there were so many scenes in this episode that were like a callback to a new hope so to have obi-wan in the clone trooper um outfit like luke and han, han did that would yeah. be really cool 
Um, and it also would have made loads of more sense for him sneaking around. I know. <laughs> Creeping about. It was a bit more vintage Obi-Wan, I suppose, but you're 100% spot on. Imagine if he did that and then he, he finally got Leia and she went, aren't you a little short for a stormtrooper? Oh, yeah. Damn it, we should be writing this. I tried. <laughs> they told me this is too positive. There's too much Leia in here. <laughs> so while he's sneaking around, Leia's being interrogated by Reva. So first of all, she delivers an amazing line. Is this a staring contest? How how do you not know she's force sensitive by this point? Yeah, I think Reva in this episode was well. I mean, she was she was very menacing. If I had been ten year old princess that had been kidnapped and had Reva interrogating me, I would have probably spilled my my beans much much earlier <laughs> and <laughs> cried much, way more. So uh, yeah, she's. Uh, I think uh, Moses Ingram is doing a really good job at being a terrifying villainous character but the writing of some of it's a bit i don't know it's not the best i liked her at the start it was a hot start but so far especially this episode just confirmed it like not just her all the inquisitors kind of suck yeah at their jobs and they don't seem like they're not i don't find them scary i don't worry when they're there i know it's i know they're obviously never going to compare to vader but they'd like they don't even hold a candle to any kind of sith right i was hoping for a bit more from the inquisitors especially when you consider we're two-thirds of the way in now yeah and yeah, I guess giving us Vader that early sort of stifles them. But maybe the Grand Inquisitor's big return will will do something for it. Dun, dun, dun. Dun, dun, dun. So Tala is sort of working her magic. The whole scene of Tala and Obi-Wan communicating and she was in that room and he was scurrying about was just a bit bizarre. Like, I feel like, was there no better way to communicate between these two people? It caused trouble for both of them to be mm-hmm. having this audio device that had a speaker on it rather than having some I mean surely they've got some sort of earphone system and if it was that dangerous I would just be like right well let's just not communicate unless you desperately need it rather than her just being like commenting on the building I think my overall problem with the episode hinges on the fact that it just wasn't tense for me I was I wasn't scared at any point it's a prison break you should feel like oh is he gonna get caught or oh is she gonna be like tortured it's kind of I know it's hard when you're a prequel to do that when you know the main tat characters aren't going to die but there's got to be more at stake i actually really liked the what were the the droids like the seeker droids was it and um did you play zelda breath of the wild they reminded me of like the guardians of the light and um, so i really did i hated actually, them guardians man nah. they killed me all the time the music that that started when you got into the vision of one of those guardians sent shiver down my spine <laughs> <laughs> it was like instant panic attack i'm like ah. But yeah, so I, re- I did really like that scene where he hides from one, closes the door, and then you can see the, the eye of the droid like looking through. I thought that was pretty menacing. I like that. Yeah, and then we go back to Riva speaking to Leia. It seems like she's talking about personal experience. Yeah, they're really coming at us strong with that. Um, it's making me think she's a youngling, but because it's so, like they're laying it on so thick, possibly they're going to throw a curveball, or at least I hope. Yeah, could be. Could be a red herring. Are you of the opinion she's just going to be a youngling from the start. I think because of how much she's talking about it, that would be a bit of a letdown by this point. I mean, I do like your theory that you were talking about last time that there's something, Reva has more to gain from just finding Obi-Wan for her boss, basically. I would like to see that happen. I think that would be a really cool, um, interesting story. But I'm, I'm now worried about the time limit that we have and how they're setting her up. I don't know if that... If it is just going to be like, oh yeah, she she was a Jedi youngling and now she's bitter about it. 
and that's that's kind of it. We still have faith. We still have faith. Yeah, but I was there. I was losing a bit of faith when she started sending uh, Leia to the torture chamber. It was a bit dark. <laughs> yeah, I started to really regret my theory from last week <laughs> after seeing that. That um, was a, another brilliant scene. I thought um, visually was uh, the lightsaber ignition in the dark. Of all the complaints you can have about Disney's Star Wars, is you cannot complain about their lightsabers. Like they make them look so fucking cool every single yeah. time. They do look much better. This whole series, I've noticed that. I don't know if it's obviously the more recent shows are going to have the best technology to make them look great, but it hits harder. Yeah, I think that from the first time that that Finn ignited that saber in The Force Awakens, I was like, "Fuck yeah, that's a, that's what a saber <laughs> should look like." <laughs> and I never got to touch a saber again. <laughs> we missed a bit for uh, quite a big bit. The Jedi tomb. <laughs> I guess I was just like, "Nah, don't want to comment on that." <laughs> He ends up in a Jedi tomb. He says it's a tomb. A tomb to me means like they're dead. I don't know if they're dead. I think they're preserved. Surely they're preserved. I I think they're dead. Yeah. Mm. I feel like if they're dead, they're dead. They wouldn't be keeping them there stored in back to tank-esque liquid. I certainly think there's got to be more of that. I didn't recognise any. I didn't even recognise Terra Sunub. Is it Sunub? Sunubi? Sunubi. Uh, and I don't think anyone has recognised the rest of you. No. And I did look it up as well, like, a few days after the first episode came out, because hoping that people would have all solved who everyone was. And yeah, it seems that Terrace Inube is the only one that we have seen in Star Wars canon at the moment. I thought some people think about the youngling. I've seen people thinking it was the youngling that uh, Vader first um, came across um, when he killed the younglings. I've seen people say that it's one of the younglings from the Obi-Wan Kenobi opening scene so I think it's just kind of supposed to be like a I don't think it's supposed to be a specific youngling it's just like a yeah we keep younglings here remember that he killed all the younglings don't forget still better <laughs> he just all of a sudden hears Leia and he goes and rescues her I really loved the smile when she saw him because that was that was pure that brought a smile to my miserable face which was miserable for most of the episode but it was good it felt like we're getting the real obi-wan back he's not quite ready to fight darth vader but he's getting there luckily everybody in um, hogwarts no sorry fortress inquisitoris sucks and it was an easy run for him you know when we were saying last episode uh, that we were looking to see if obi-wan was having some sort of like training montage I do think that this was the main purpose of this episode, was to see Obi-Wan start to get his, his groove back. Um, you know, he's now definitely maybe more confident wielding that lightsaber now. And then using the force not just to move something along the hall, but to hold up the pressure of water, which is, I'm yeah. assuming is probably quite hard to do. <laughs> well, that was, a, that was a fucking ocean. Yeah. <laughs> On a what? On a water moon. <laughs> Thought Ray was good for pulling back a ship. That was <laughs> she ain't got nothing on that. Don't mess with the goat. Not Terra and the other one. The actual goat. <laughs> the nitpick of all nitpicks. Jo- Jojo, take it away. The trench coat. <laughs> that was real bad. That was that was real real bad. And I laughed out loud when I saw it. I'm still um, laughing. It was just, and again, what I was saying earlier on about the Empire always having sort of terrible. Security, like, yeah. <laughs> yeah, security and stuff like that. So that the, the rebels survive and so that they get to, you know, rebel another day. I don't mind that kind of stuff. But there was literally the Inquisitors walking along the same path, essentially. And 
And it's not like, okay, yeah, okay, you could say, oh God, that guy's got a weird deformed hip, but it had two little legs underneath it. It was bad. I know, yeah. <laughs> it was like one of those motorbikes that has the sidecar, but a human form. <laughs> Hagrid. and uh, Hagrid. Well, it is Hogwarts, so. <laughs> if you were Tala and Obi-Wan in that scene, how would you have got Leia out to the ship? Mm, I'd have just let the, um, no, no, I wouldn't. I was going to say I'd have just let the glass smash and swam, but that wouldn't have been as easy as that. Yeah, I think that was... I wouldn't have put her in a trench coat, but I would have put her in some sort of cabinet. You know, you see all the old school stuff where they, she gets in a little cabinet and they push it through like like the trolley, like the TV trolley when you're in primary school, but cabinet form. Yeah, I would have had Tala. She was. She was fine. I would put Obi-Wan in a Stormtrooper's outfit and then I would have had them carrying some sort of crate to the ship and Leia's in the crate. I'm going to start the petition for you to write the shows from now on. <laughs> the Obi-Wan Kenobi show Jojo Cut. I have, in general, really enjoyed this show. But it was truly, truly bad. I didn't care much for the escape. R.I.P. Wade. Yeah, I, I think the meme of R.I.P. Wade is very funny. I, I like. There's a meme? Like, I just said that. No, no, no. Oh, right, okay. So, like, on all the subreddits and stuff like that, people are being like, oh, the best character, my favourite character of all time. Like, you know, because we only saw yeah. him on screen for, you know, 10 seconds. <laughs> I think that's funny, but also, like, see, when they get back to the ship and they're sad that Wade died, it's not like they they showed loads of it. It's not like we had a five-minute memorial for him. It was, like, less than 60 seconds where they looked sad and Tala comforted one of them and said, we're all soldiers now or something like that. Like, what else would they have done? Also, in that that scene, they show Leia and Obi-Wan having a very sweet, tender hand-holding moment and I genuinely was tearing up it was it was really really lovely I hope she's safe now yeah ending their their scene on that kind of made up a lot of the nitpicking for me I think because I was just like this is what the show's about Darth Vader's entrance even on the second watch got a little chill it was good he powers in he's not a man to be trifled with (laughs) they're keeping the they're keeping that consistent which I like I love the facial expressions from the Inquisitors as Reva was being choked. That is pure and utter terror, but still hilarious. Yeah, they definitely don't want to be in the position that Reva's in right now. You won't be taking the credit for any more stuff, fifth brother. Reva lets him know that she's put a tracker in Lola, and I thought he bought that quite easily. I suppose he's really that desperate to get Obi-Wan that he's like, I'll I'll take any crumb of comfort here, but yeah, he let her down a bit more easier than I thought old Darth would. Yeah, I mean, but I'm just trying to think now... A different way that he would react to that. I think it was just more like, mm, I've underestimated you. He probably just been like, right, one more chance. Do you know what I mean? Mm. He was almost praising her, where it would have been like, right, okay, fair dues. If that's true, then you're all right. But you're not off that easy yet. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah, no, I get it. That's the way I would have gone. I mean, I'm no, no Sith, not yet, but that's the way I would have gone. <laughs> Still an apprentice. <laughs> You'll get there one day. I believe in you. <laughs> Thank you, master. <laughs> Um, I really am backtracking on what I said last week about Reva possibly having a face turn. I think she looks like she's pretty much on the dark side at this point. I do wonder though, if she isn't, on the off chance she isn't, maybe what's in Lola is helpful, but that's nah, nah, just a tracking device. If anybody's wondering why I'm like saying is it helpful, then going, yeah, nah, it's because I'm watching JoJo's facial expression on Zoom just go, nah. <laughs> Yeah, you're like, yeah, I was just joking. <laughs> no, the only reason I screw up my face like that is because Lola had a, like a blue eye. And that was like when she was 
untracked but now it's red and as we know red is bad i think it's as simple as that <laughs> that's as symbolic as star wars can really make it there's a lack of green lightsabers in recent times that's all i'm saying what color lightsaber would you have well i think green is supposed to be that you're more connected to the force and blue is for more power but somebody can correct me if i'm wrong on that i would have yellow i think i would have yellow like ahsoka tano in mandalorian did she not have white was it white yeah i think she was white well in Fallen Order, you can get a variety of colours, and I really like yellow. I would have red. Darth, Jojo. It goes with my hair. <laughs> <laughs> okay, fair days. <laughs> <laughs> I mostly wear black, and so do the, the dark side, so I think a red saber would kind of fit into my life pretty easily, and that's really what I'm looking for more than anything else. Yeah, when I first met Jojo, she was sitting in a bar with a dark robe on and a hood up. <laughs> and you're like, that's a girl I want to speak to. <laughs> I love what she's having. <laughs> Do you have any questions going forward? What do you think we're going to see in the next two episodes? What do I think we're going to see in the next two episodes? I think we're going to see Obi-Wan be a badass. I think we're going to see another Jedi. I think we're obviously going to get Reva's reveal. And I think we're going to see more Inquisitor deaths at the hands of Obi-Wan or Darth Vader. At this point, it's a 50-50. Probably more leaning towards Darth Vader. And then we're going to get a lightsaber duel between Obi-Wan Kenobi and Darth Vader, but his helmet's going to be off. So just a couple things then. Yeah. Let's hope they're longer than 30 minutes <laughs> each episode. <laughs> if I press play on Wednesday and it says 36 minutes, because you know you've got about seven minutes of adverts. adverts. You know you've got about <laughs> six minutes of credits. I might just switch it off. I might just switch it off. You're going to have to call somebody else and do a podcast yourself next week. I'll be on strike. <laughs> What do you think is going to happen going forward? What are your hopes and dreams? Yeah, I think mine's are pretty in line with yours. I think we'll get Reva backstory, maybe next episode. I hope it's next episode. I feel like we just kind of need to get that not out of the way because, again, I like I don't not like the character of Reva, but I really want it to focus more on Vader and Obi-Wan. So if we could get that next episode and then episode six, we focus on the real big clash of Obi-Wan and Darth Vader. I think that would be really good. I'd like to see Leia not get kidnapped again. I think that would be good. I think she should go home now. They should definitely just take her straight home. I just want to say, I certainly don't dislike Reva. This podcast might lead you to believe otherwise. I think Moses Ingram's doing a great job and the premise of the character is a good one. I just think they've not brought her any further forward than episode one. I think that's fair. I think you could have fair criticism about some of the writing choices of her character, I think, but you can't deny that she's playing a villain very well. Yeah, they just need to give her more. Do, what, do you think we'll also see another Jedi? I mean, I think we've said this every episode. <laughs> yeah, and every time you're like, Ahsoka, yep, can't wait to see her. <laughs> I've lost the hope of Ahsoka Tano. Do I think we're going to see another Jedi that we know of? I feel like we should see Quinlan because they mentioned him. But again, that's okay. If it's just a throwaway mention, I'm okay with that. So no, I, I don't think we will see another Jedi. And that's okay. I'm okay with that because, again, I want it to focus on Obi-Wan. and Darth. That's a great point. Yeah, it's the Obi-Wan Kenobi series. Yeah. Although if they do give us another Jedi and amongst blossoming the Obi-Wan storyline, then I'll forget that episode ever happened. I can't believe we haven't mentioned Qui-Gon. Yeah, I know, because they didn't. <laughs> they forgot about him too. They forgot about him too. Oh yeah, shit, we forgot to bring Qui-Gon in. Imagine he was in that tomb. Uh, no, no, they burned his body. Oh yeah. <laughs> I saw someone say online they thought they saw Mace Windu in the tomb. I think that's reaching. Absolutely reaching. I think we'll see Luke again. Oh yeah, great show. We have to. Yeah, I think we'll see the end of the series with Obi-Wan obviously back on Tatooine because that's where we know he'll be in another 10 years time with, with Luke. So I think we'll see him back. I feel like maybe the series will end on him continuing to watch out on Luke. Yeah, great show. Do we think they'll interact though? I hope so, but I don't think so. Yeah. Well, 
We've given you our predictions, given you our hopes. Some of them are realistic, some of them are entirely unrealistic. But <laughs> we look forward to the next episode regardless. I, in fact, look forward to it a lot because I'm thinking, well, the only way is up. Baby. I knew you were going to start singing there. <laughs> okay, thanks for listening, guys. Hopefully you didn't switch off through all the morning. Uh, shout out to Jojo for trying to keep a positive light. And we'll be back with you the same time next week to give you episode five, where we're going to talk about some great all-time Star Wars moments. Let's manifest that. Manifesting... Starting now. (laughs) Love it. Okay. That's all from us. Catch you next week. Bye-bye.